0: Oh, welcome to the Tutors of Life podcast where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 205. This is your host, Sean Tudor.
1: And this is Sam. This is a tutor episode where we try to teach you something new.
0: I will admit, maybe not a whole lot being taught today, but it's going to be a fun topic. It's going to be a fun one. I love this shit.
1: It's, it's a thinker. How about that?
0: It's to make you think about <clears throat> your current life and what may or may not be that important
1: mm-hmm. uh what kind of triggered this is uh from my book club we read a book called station 11 by emily st john mandel i believe i don't remember sure um and sean's re- reading it right now actually
0: only 50 pages so don't i
1: will not don't bring anything up.
0: don't ruin anything
1: no um but it's about like uh Kind of like a post, a cop, apocalyptic world. So, we kind of thought about what would happen.
0: Give it. You can give a little preface of the book if you want.
1: Yeah, sure. The book is about the. Uh, it's about the world and this pandemic came called the Georgia flu. The book was written in 2014, by the way. Um, and so the. Pandemic came and 99.9% uh, of people uh, died from the flu. And it was like a 24 to 48 hour incubation incubation period. So they died quickly.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's kind of about, uh, it follows different people uh, throughout the timeline of like five years before the pandemic to 20 years after and how things have changed for them since the flu came along and like how few people there are left in the world
0: 99.9 percent a lot of people
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's a big chunk mm. yeah and i think a lot of the people that survived like just had really good luck of like oh, not catching it
0: yeah
1: um which was just crazy to me that that could be a thing
0: yep so i mean in a situation like that oh mm-hmm. that's a little tougher to uh oh because that's what's that considered like biological warfare yeah so like that type is very difficult because you can't protect yourself much because it could happen on anywhere mm. and like you're not gonna stop going to the grocery store every day right well like yeah you're not gonna stop living your life with the potential that there could be a flu someday and that because you stayed at home your whole freaking life you did get
1: the flu. Right. Um and it started in Georgia by the way hence georgian flu. Mm. Um cuz you used to be able to name things after where they came from. Right. Uh, couldn't do that with covid though. The
0: china virus.
1: Wuhan, the Wuhan virus. Yeah. yeah. But then they said you couldn't do that so
0: Makes sense.
1: Yep. Um uh, So yeah, it's uh in the book Towards the end, they kind of talk about how this uh, one community was built in the airport. Because they all were, like, their planes made emergency landings there. Or some of them were just already having layovers there. And it was, like, an airport in Michigan, by the way. Severn City. I don't know if that's a real city or if there's a real airport there. But, uh, and so it kind of goes to, like... It shows how they built this community, this city, in the airport. And I think towards the end of the book, uh, they say there's 3,000 people that live there. 300? 3,000. I don't remember. Hmm. Um, which is kind of neat. But I think that's like, in a post-apocalyptic world, that's like a huge thing is like, where you live and like having it community based so that's what was really neat about it was it started off with only i think there was like 70 people there originally um because most people left the airport to go to towards the city uh to do whatever but then there's like 70 people that stayed and then uh some of them left like a couple weeks in and so as like, it talked about how these, like, main 30 people built this community. And it was really interesting because they each had, like, their own duties, pretty much. And they all got in, like, a rhythm after a while. So, they would carry... They would go get water. I don't remember where they got the water from. There must have been, like, a river or something. Um, and they'd fill buckets with it and bring it to the bathrooms. So, then... When you wanted to go to the bathroom, you would just dump the water in, so then you could still flush it, like, hmm. which I thought was interesting.
0: Damn! So they still had indoor plumbing. Hmm. Shit. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. How long is that? What? What happens when the toilet wax ring starts leaking?
1: I mean, uh, I don't know. Oh. But I thought that was that was something i know i think like we've heard people like of people doing that during like hurricanes or like tornadoes um making sure your bathtub is filled up with water before like your power goes out because then you can do exactly that if you need to go to the bathroom you can put water in the toilet so then you can still flush
2: right all
0: right yeah i would say first and foremost community Mm -hmm. community would be number one Mm -hmm. um um,
1: and a lot of this is stuff like we should be doing now, I would Yeah. Say. So Having your community was, is a good start.
0: Bradley always says there's three things in life. Your most important number one thing in life is health. It's mm-hmm. the most important thing. Number two is community or relationships. Mm-hmm. So health, second most important thing is relationships. Third most important thing is money. Yep. Okay, so if we think about that, obviously your health is number one in this world. Because otherwise you're dead. Yep. So your health's number one. But also with your health is like staying healthy because you have to be useful. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not useful, dude, how many people are going to be like, oh, I'm willing to pull the weight so Sean can sit on his ass and be a bum? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Not many. They'll be like, hey, dude, this mofo is a weak link. We need to drop him.
1: Mm. And that was like 20 years down the road. One of the guys was like 70 at that point. And the community it's grown so big and like he was part of the founders of it that like everyone was okay with then doing all the other work and he just kind of mm-hmm. taking the benefits but he also had built it built it okay.
0: that's how they talk about um elders in communities people were fine taking care of the elders back in the day mm-hmm. because the elders raised them up
2: mm-hmm.
0: then the elders pass on like all their knowledge their stories everything mm-hmm. so they're fine taking care of the elders because the elders raised them.
1: Mm-hmm. So, big thing about doing the community base, too, is um, everyone has their part. So, in the book, they were lucky. One guy was a TSA agent. So, he had, one, weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, two, he knew how to hunt.
0: Yeah, that's important. He
1: was a deer hunter.
0: Do I would say all these skills, mm-hmm. the number one skill you can have, hunting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know a single other skill more important than hunting. Right. Anyone can go find water. Like, yep. water's water. You find it and maybe boil it over a fire.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Ma, you gotta fucking be, be able to hunt.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: hmm That's a skill.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I maybe mean, you ain't got food. What are you gonna do, forage? You're gonna, you're gonna forage enough food? Right. Go suck a dick, dude. You ain't foraging shit.
1: Uh-uh. Um... And so, if like, I would learn how to hunt and then, like, teach as many people around you it, to hunt, too, because then you can spread out throughout the woods and, like, more chances of getting something.
0: So, hear me out. Why wouldn't you just learn how to hunt before? Post-apocalyptic.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah, the more shit you could learn. But so, not only hunting. see so if you learn how to hunt, right? Mm-hmm. That's good. How do you preserve food?
1: Yeah. Um, so that, that was the one nice thing about them being in Michigan
2: mm-hmm. is
1: that during the wintertime, they could freeze some stuff outside. 100%. Um, but otherwise, I think they just, like, ate everything. So, like, they didn't kill more than they needed because okay. cause you don't have refrigeration. And then, the, like back a hundred plus years i mean they build ice boxes outside during the winter time but during the summertime i don't think there's anything you can do canning canning yeah
0: canning and oh um smoking smoking
1: and drying meat yeah
0: smoking and drying meat and Mm. canning also you can dig into the ground and build like cellars in the ground where shit can stay like can get down to like 50 degrees Mm. which is still better
1: yeah our st- would, uh, your stomachs would be fucked up for a while.
0: Yeah, but you get used to it.
1: That's true. But yeah, hunting is a big thing.
0: Hunting and then preservation. Yeah, hunting and then preservation of food. I'd say just because, dude, there's going to be some days where you don't get food. Mm-hmm. You don't get lucky on a hunt. Mm-hmm. Oof.
1: Yeah. Oof. Oh, yeah.
0: Do you imagine just only living off of really meat?
1: Mm-hmm yeah oh uh, the neat thing was is um so this in the book the flu didn't affect animals, it only affected people, which one I thought was cool, uh, and probably actually will happen, yeah, it may affect some animals, but not all uh, they had some cows wandering after mm. like a couple of months or something, or maybe they went and found some cows, so then they had milk from the cows.
0: This is where we're getting fun. Farming. Mm -hmm. Yes. Dude, you get cows, goats, chickens. Mm -hmm. Shit gets a lot easier. Mm
1: -hmm. I think there was like a whole concourse maybe that they had for animals. So like cows and chickens. I don't know about goats, but cows Mm -hmm. and chickens for sure. They had like in the concourse itself, Mm -hmm. um, which I thought was so smart keeping them and can keep them inside Mm -hmm. so they're not like dying in Mm -hmm. the wintertime and shit
0: yeah no that's that's really smart and especially if you yeah yeah that's really smart
1: Mm -hmm. yep uh it didn't obviously in the airport they couldn't cool it but i think just being like in a building probably shades you enough that like you don't get too hot in the building.
0: Yeah, I think those things, animals lived outside forever. Yeah, true. And They still do. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, as long as they have a barn to get out of the weather. Yeah. You know, that's it.
1: They're fine. So, mm-hmm.
0: but let's take a community for a second.
1: Community farming?
0: Community in general. Okay. Your co- like Your community after your health is number one, but we really don't. We really take this for granted in our current civilization. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is something that Andrew Tate talks huge on. And so did uh, I just heard um, Alex Hermosi talk on this too. Mm-hmm. The benefit of living with multiple people. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you've got, like, if you can live with your whole family, like your brother, sister, parents whatever you can live with your whole family you've got a lot of resources coming into one household and so like andrew tate literally talks about like sure he he owns some vehicles that are his his brother tristan owns a vehicle that are tristan's but they don't look at it that way everything's the houses that's cool so they can take anything they want you know sure they have their own separate rooms or Mm -hmm. like wings or whatever however the hell but like everything is feeding income to the household so they can pay with all that income coming in you can pay for a maid Mm -hmm. to like clean the house make the food help take care of the kids like a nanny to help take care of the kids yeah or you can have your parents there who are retired who take care of the house clean the house take care help take care of the kids all this stuff right so you're raising a family mm-hmm. in a good household with good values mm-hmm. you have to set values and that was something they talked about like you set values and live by those values mm-hmm. and so you ha- you'd have to set family household values and and then like raise generations together mm-hmm. but doing that dude think of I mean, think of now, right? Your like tax benefits,
2: mm-hmm.
0: your time benefits, resource benefits. Like you're paying one property tax. Yeah. You could have if you do it. If you did it, I actually watched a video on this. Funny enough, you, you might have been yesterday or the day before. Um, a couple developed 160 acres into community living yes and they did it on the preface of i think i think i think 12 families i think 12 families moved into it Mm -hmm. um they they developed 12 different little houses for them but it was all on the 160 acres 160 acres didn't get split up so 12 families 160 acres there was like farming shit, mm-hmm. there was um, like community hall, there was um, like a little park and shit, right? Like everything tied in. So the 12 families like lived, worked together.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so if you take a concept kind of like that and you think about it you, with your families or close friends who hold similar belief systems to you and you guys got, say, 100 acres.
2: Yeah.
0: And you get 100 acres and sure, you're 30 minutes out of town. You're 30 minutes out of town, but you're on 100 acres. Well, if you got to go to town, you could carpool together, whatever. You could have a little gym. You have a little gym. You can have a little farm. Mm -hmm. So you could have some fucking enough chickens, goats, cows, whatever. Um, You could raise livestock to slaughter. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: On 100 acres, you have enough land to hunt. Yeah. So a couple people could hunt. Um, If you do it intelligently, you buy that 100 acres close enough to a river or a lake. Yes. That you're within, like, okay, if you were to think about post-apocalyptic world, you'd think about being able to access it by horse. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, are you within 15 miles of a lake or a, a stream? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you'd be quite a bit less unless you already have a well system set up. Because you could set up a well with an actual pump. Yeah. We used to have one up in Ashland.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, like the old time ones. Yeah, yeah.
0: So you just get a well with a hand pump. And then, like, I mean, you don't, then the water access is really just for fishing. Yeah. And so if you get fish, then you can smoke the fish, eat the fish, whatever it is. Um, But if you really start to, like, break down what that could do, Mm -hmm. because if you're talking about 100 acres and you wanted to have a little gym, because I've talked about, I've talked to, like, the gym bros about owning a gym. Mm hmm. You could all just pitch in, have a fucking barn,
2: mm-hmm.
0: heated barn, and you could heat it. You could have, obviously, the main source of heat be, like, in-floor heat or, like, whatever. But you could have backup as a f- wood fireplace, Yeah, you know. <clears throat> and you could really make a community sustained off, like, 100 acres, with a lot of income going to pay for that 100 acres, you all have your own little cabins or whatever, your own little houses. You could even build a big fucking mansion that you share. Yeah. Um, Have, like, community areas, place where everything gets planted and farmed. You have a big-ass fucking greenhouse for year-round. Yeah. There's so many things, dude, that, like, we've gotten out of touch with because... Convenience. Mm-hmm. You and I talked about this. Yeah. We will literally sacrifice our health. We'll sacrifice the health of our children. Sacrifice the health of our animals for convenience. Yes. We move away from our families now because every city is the same, essentially. So what's holding you to one family, mm-hmm. to, to a place? Just go ahead and move wherever you want. We sacrifice so much shit just for convenience when... If we were more, if we were smarter about it and worked like together as a community or as a family, mm-hmm. and we lived off the land, guess what? That's more convenient. Mm-hmm. But people don't think about it in that way because they're too busy thinking about like convenience for their single family. Yeah, they're not thinking about convenience and helping out the whole family, the extended family, everything, and. Um, I just think that I think that we're so fo- we're so focused on your single family, the husband, wife, and kids, and you just get rid of everything else. You forget about everything else. Yeah. Nothing else matters because you have your family unit. Well, dude, what about a massive support system? Mm-hmm. And that massive support system you build out into this big community. And if something like this happens, say it's okay. So let's not let's not say it's a biological thing where we all fucking die. Let's say it's a meteor shower that hit some places mm-hmm. and took out key components for infrastructure.
1: Right. So, like, all the power's gone for who right. knows how long.
0: Right. Um, I mean, if you're looking at something like that or, you know, wars or shit just ends up going sideways because you can't trust the government. Right. Having a good community
1: mm-hmm. it's huge. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, and that's why I think, so you don't need to know all the skills yourself, but if you have that community and Correct. at least someone out of the community knows how to do it, you're so much better off. So, like, as long as someone knows how to hunt and then, like, that person could teach others. Someone knows how to grow vegetables and... Yep can them and save the seeds for the following season.
0: Someone it's a couple other things that uh, people could do, right? Is so people knowing how to tan hides mm-hmm. and make clothing. Yeah. Um so sewing, knitting, making clothing, all that shit. Um
1: make it, I mean even learning how to make wool. Yeah. So in in this book too, like they, they a lot of people Went in like scavenged homes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, I mean, they that's how a lot of them get their clothes. Yeah. Is just from scavenging houses and then they just take whatever they can find. Uh, but, I mean, that is something that'd be good to know is like how to make your own like wool and thread.
0: Yeah. From sheep. And we talked about this, about the fact that um, we don't even know simple shit that everybody learned when they were younger. It's so mm-hmm. like, how do you churn butter? Yeah. I want to know how many fucking millennials know how to churn butter compared to how many of our grandparents know how to churn butter. Yeah. You know?
1: Like, in the, the, the past, like, two generations, we've lost so many, like, skills like that. Right. Um, like, how to bake bread out of just whatever. How right. to make flour. Right. How do you make flour? I don't fucking know. I think you just ground wheat. But
0: sure. still, there's like a lot of shit though that we aren't because of convenience mm-hmm. and because of like how fast technology has increased. We've taken all of these really important skills like plant medicines, mm-hmm. um,
1: yeah, holistic healing,
0: holistic healing. We've taken all that shit, thrown out the fucking window. The people that might still know it are grandparents, and they're coming up on passing away.
1: And most of them have Alzheimer's probably now. Yeah.
0: But think of how much they didn't even learn, retain, teach from their gra- from their grandparents. Right. I'm talking grandparents, grandparents, right? Yeah. That's where the real yeah. knowledge comes from over all this shit. Mm-hmm. It's like the people that were before the...
1: They were born in the 1800s. Yeah,
0: people born in the 1800s where you're learning a lot of this actual really good shit from. Mm-hmm. And so how much of that has been passed down to us?
1: Little to none.
0: I can shoot a bow and arrow. Yeah. Not a recurve. I can shoot a recurve, but worth a dog shit. Yeah. Um,
1: Do you know how to make an arrow?
0: Fuck no. I don't know how to make a bow Mm -hmm. or string. I ain't that shit. Yeah. So do you think about that? Like, what we have is not guaranteed. The shit we're worrying about. If you were to say, what if there's no power tomorrow? Mm -hmm. The shit you're worrying about does not matter. Mm -hmm. Like, almost none of it matters. But we we get so caught up in the the little shit, you know, that we're just like, for me, the next fucking car. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my gosh, the next car. Well, dude, gas goes stale after five years. So it don't matter if I got a fucking cool car. Yeah. It means nothing, you know. But there's a lot of things. This actually goes into uh, something like a little bit different topic. Men and women don't go accomplish it every day.
2: Mm Mm-hmm
0: so um the diff like a man a man that would wake up and he would go okay i have to go kill something to survive today Mm -hmm. or i have to go farm to survive today whatever that is like a man gets up goes works all day typically physically Mm -hmm. all day whether he shoots a rabbit (laughs) or a squirrel to feed the family or whatever right At the end of the day, he can say, that's good days of work. I survived another day. I'm going to get up again and do it tomorrow. Okay? To people today, people's accomplishments today are, I worked remotely from home, scrolled on my phone for eight hours, Mm -hmm. ordered DoorDash. Why do I even have to wake up tomorrow? Right. Nothing fucking matters. You're not trying to survive because surviving is so... Easy. Mm-hmm. Survival now is like the easiest menial task.
1: It's just convenient. It's just
0: like oh, I'm alive. Fuck it. Whatever. Where before it's like, if I don't get up tomorrow and bust ass, not only am I not surviving, my wife and kids are dead too. Right. And that like that sense of purpose we do not have anymore.
1: No, not at all.
0: Yeah, because the mom will just get welfare. Yeah. You know, I'll just... I'm on my phone. Fuck me. I kill myself. Well, the mom will just get welfare then and with the kids. Who cares? What do I got to worry about?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There wasn't welfare in the 1800s, guys. No. Do you know what they did? They figured it the fuck out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, women either got new husbands or they... I mean, a lot of them learned how to do the work that their husbands did and mm-hmm. would trade and do whatever their husbands did. Yep. Um, or they like can... The Bridgerton books, like, right... The dad passed away. The son, who was like 16, had to learn how to do his job.
0: 100%. Because
1: he had to support the family. 100%. Um. Yeah, it's it's all very interesting. Uh, Sean and I have been, we've even been switching a lot of the stuff we use to like less chemical based. Uh, so like our laundry detergent is, I mean, baking soda, salt, and washing soda i think that's it epsom salt also Mm. um so even like we've been trying to learn more sustainable things and like be able to it'd be nice to like have things that like we could then know like okay how do we make baking soda if we can't just go buy it
0: dude that's something you want to know the number one thing i'm curious about Hmm. how to make what testosterone
1: yeah, you're you're fucked on that. Ronald. You
0: sure? I don't know. How do you make it? I have no idea.
1: I mean, we did talk to someone and like they got a powder and you just had to reconstitute. Yeah, but
0: how do you make the powder?
1: Right, I don't know. And, I'll look into it for you. And then you
0: got to get oils, so you got to get some sort of oil mm-hmm. to mix the powder with, and you bake it. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. but then you also got to continue to get needles. Oh, fuck, dude, that's tough. Yeah, I think I would just die.
1: No, you would just get off of it and then I would just have to push you for 3 months until it finally came back up. I
0: think I would die? No. Oh my god. No, I don't think so. I truthfully believe
1: that'd be the first place you would go raid.
0: Oh, dude. The T clinic? Yeah. 1000%. Pharmacy number pl- number one place I'm going. Mhm. Get as many as much testosterone needles as I can Yep. hopefully it'll make me make me last 15-20 years I know that's not even possible No, but I'd get enough hopefully for a few years yeah I guess better off
1: you get uh, some HCG and yeah
0: dude honestly yeah. best case scenario I just always got HCG on hand
1: mm-hmm.
0: blast the shit out of it for like a year just blasting it mm-hmm. and then start doing all the shit that brings up your natural tea yeah and just do all that it
1: would be so easy because then we wouldn't have all the because everything would be homemade
0: everything would be homemade
1: you wouldn't have the shitty oils that yeah affects people testosterone you just stuff. go do fucking mm-hmm. you
0: wouldn't have fluoride in your water you just have well water you'd go do cold plunges every fucking day mm-hmm. so you just go to the lake jump in the goddamn water yeah man it through do whatever you can to increase your natural
1: yeah okay. Anyways, so here's oh, some yeah. things Sorry. you should learn in current day, uh, just in case if it's apocalyptic world. There's also, oh, there's also people, like, homesteading now, too, yeah. um, which I think is, like, a gr- it's great, because you're learning to live off the land and not eat all this poison shit and um, teach your kids good lessons. So I think these are things that, like, you should learn, and you should make sure your kids know, too, because who knows when the world's going to end. Um, hunting. So someone should know hunting. Always. Someone should know, like, how to grow vegetables. hmm And probably learn how to can and how to, like, preserve your seeds. Yep. Um. I, I, I mean, I guess just know the basics about having, like, any kind of farm animals. You don't have to have farm animals, but, I mean, as long as you know, like, what do chicken eat what does a chicken eat what does a cow eat right because i can figure out how to milk a cow and all that stuff and how to take care of a cow and chicken you just google it well no yeah (laughs) i'm just kidding but you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. you you don't have to have a cow to learn how to take care of a cow but it is good knowledge to have yeah um and then just probably some basic cooking of I, it would be interesting to, like, try cooking over a fire.
0: Oh, yeah. It's like,
1: easy. I know a lot of people do it camping and stuff like that, but try it sometime. Learn how to cook food over a fire instead of in your oven or on mm-hmm. a stove. Right. See. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I like it. I, yeah, there's so much shit, dude. There's so much shit nowadays for convenience. Mm-hmm. And then we just take all this life for granted out there.
1: I kind of want to, like, make a book, like, a binder of like what to do in an apocalyptic world
0: there's definitely those books
1: i know but i'm just saying like it's stuff that like we want or whatever and like because then we could cater to very specific things that we would want to know and do or right. whatever um but it would be interesting to have and then like once we have kids like make each one of them one and be like just trust us someday you may need this
0: we have a chemistry lab
1: i can (laughs) i can break up my chemistry knowledge
0: i think more important i so yes i see what you're saying i think that's good but i think even more importantly or what i would like to see more or do is have a community make our own community and i've thought about i have actually thought about making my own community since i was a kid Mm -hmm. i've thought about like what it would be or what it would take to make my own city, um, mm-hmm. and like or town, like you don't, it doesn't have to be huge, but I always thought about that. Like, you know, if you had a few hundred acres, you could make your own city, yeah. Hell, you can make your own little city off of a hundred acres, mm-hmm. but like people, I don't think we think about that no. at all, and I think that would be. Like that's that's what I would rather get towards now than all that other stuff because if we actually lived that way mm-hmm. and we found six other families to live with or 10 or whatever it is and you found that and you live together mm-hmm. everything I said farming helping raise each other's kids you have the individuals that are getting older so like the parents and stuff and the grandparents they're helping out mm-hmm. they're passing on on their knowledge Think of the amount of shit we could learn from my grandma.
1: From all your aunts and uncles? Dude, and literally
0: all my aunts, all my uncles, my grandmother, all that. I, we could learn how to grow tobacco, and that's probably the most important thing.
1: Obviously, yeah. Um, probably learn how to grow some other things, too. Oh, shit, um That was one of the things I brought up in my book club is, like, they're just, like, what would you do if this happened or whatever? And I was like, one of the first things I would do would be go up to Ashland to be with the tutors. I just
0: get to Ashland, dude.
1: And they were just like, but what if like you're sick, then you'll get them sick. And I was like, by the time I make it back up, like make it up there, yeah. I could quarantine myself for two days yeah. and then we're good. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, that's where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Cause they all have chickens. Mm-hmm. They know how to grow vegetables and can and right. all that stuff. Right. And there's plenty of... There's way more deer up there than there are down here. Sorry.
0: Mm, that's debatable. I will say that's debatable. It go, it ebbs and flows. For many years, it was terrible up there. And people would come down here to hunt. I, that's all I'm saying.
1: Do you remember that one year we were driving out to Paul and Amanda's? And there's just this field. Just filled with deer. And it was like right after hunting season was done? Or right before?
0: Yeah, here's the thing you gotta know from growing up there. Growing up up there, wolves and stuff got really bad and took down the population drastically. Oh yeah. And it was terrible for like for like eight, ten years. It was just shit. Yeah. And now it's like the population's getting back up again.
1: Mm. But still, there was like hundreds of deer that day.
0: Nah, I mean probably like forty. But yeah, there's a lot. Fifty maybe. There's a lot. But there's a lot of deer down here too. You know.
1: But still. Well, then we could just kill a wolf. Think how much meat you'd get from a wolf.
0: Yeah, it's true. I Anyways. Yeah, think about that shit.
1: Oh, and fishing would be so much better up there too. Oh
0: not even comparable. Yep. Not even comparable. So I would rather do that. And and do it in a way of like I'm not sure how it would all work out, you know, how you do it all, but like there's there's no reason as a community and as a family you get you can't share like we're talking like today's term, yeah, like you can't share a couple work trucks. you can have a tractor you all share mm-hmm. if you if everybody each individually wanted to be their own little farmer. Everyone needs their own fucking tractor. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs their own truck. Everyone needs, you know, their own, all of this. They Everyone needs their own stuff for canning, their own stuff for making maple syrup and da 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 right? Well, if you're a community, mm-hmm. you need-
1: One of everything. One
0: to two. One to two. Yeah. And then you just do it together in groups, whatever, so there's always the knowledge being passed down. People are always helping out, but- it goes back a lot to, like, the family unit of women doing a lot of the household stuff, mm-hmm. men doing a lot of the outdoor stuff. Yeah. Because guess what? Women tend to be better in the home with the kids. Men tend to be better at killing shit and doing hard physical labor. Yeah. Because of what, babe?
1: Uh, hormones.
0: Biology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hormones biology is why this works so damn well and why it's been a thing for the last 12,000 plus years.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And so, yeah, I'd rather try to find that.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, just think about it. Try to be more sustainable. Try to be a little more homesteading. And uh, think about, I mean, because who knows? Who knows what's going to happen in the next 10 years? Right. And like reading this book, it really, it really shows you how fragile civilization is in general.
0: Hundred percent, it is. Mm-hmm.
1: So at 100%. any point in time, I mean, something can happen, and it's better if you're prepared now, while you have technology and everything.
0: Right. Yeah, and this is something Adrian and I talked about, and this is we talked to Phil and Danny and Paul and Man and them about it up north was freeze drying.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you don't. Freeze-drying stuff lasts for 50 years. Yeah. So what if you just freeze-dried some shit?
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Because even... It doesn't even necessarily have to be... It doesn't even necessarily... You don't have to do like a crazy, crazy amount of it. But think, in your first year of like shit-stopping production, Mm -hmm. you still probably got a lot of gas. Yeah. You can run generators. Mm Mm-hmm. Or... This is something they I I don't know if you, if they get to this in the book. Depending on how smart people are, people can use solar panels oh, and yeah. batteries. Yeah, and if you, I've I've thought about this, and Kyle, PJ, Craig, and I talked about this, about like we originally talked us four years ago. If like PJ was PJ was doing plumbing um i was doing construction, Kyle was cars, um and i think maybe we were thinking like electrical for Craig or whatever. But um if you have a core group of guys that know how to do all those skills, mm-hmm. the shit you can get done. Yeah. Because okay, you can put up the structures, if we know how to use solar and harness solar's energy, mm-hmm. we can have electricity.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You don't have to have the grid and all that shit to utilize solar. Yeah. You just have to know how to like hook it up and feed it through the house. So in theory, you could have a community still
1: mm-hmm.
0: of solar.
1: Yeah, you can very easily. Of like
0: every, everyone in the community has maybe maybe every house isn't outfitted with electricity or something mm-hmm. maybe it's just like the community hall but in the community hall you have the solar you can have lights you can have your freeze dryer mm-hmm. you know you can have
1: a refrigerator. a refrigerator a
0: refrigerator you can have all that shit in there yeah and then just have a stash of batteries to harness it and to help m- maybe bring you through some of the days in the winter or whatever
2: mm-hmm. yeah
0: but that's through having like skill sets for everyone, mm-hmm. you know. And I just don't. I'm, the the logistic side of it is, you have to have a community values. You have to have community values. Yeah, that's going to be your hardest part. Your hardest part about this whole thing is finding a community, like finding people with the same values as you. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, are you able to get friends and families that all have the same values to live in the same in a community together? Mm-hmm. That's going to be your hardest. Yeah, because you
1: need people that aren't selfish, that are okay with, like, like I'm going to do more in this part of the compound, but the other families are going to do more in this part, so it's fine if they take what mm-hmm. I did because I'm going to take from what they did. Like, you can't be selfish in a community like that.
0: You can't. And that the ability to, like, promote learning and growth and shit like that in a community that's willing to share everything. Mm-hmm. Huge. And I think if we could figure out how to do that in today's day and age, the amount you'd be able to progress. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Because here's the deal. Like I have this skill of being able to kind of make not crazy amounts of money, but typically I have an idea of how to make more money than most of the people around us.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. If I'm like, hey, dudes, in today's society, I'm just going to be bringing in more money for us. Like I'm going to be bringing more money for us. But you guys are going to pitch in and you're going to help raise my kids. Mm-hmm. You're going to fucking tend to the to the farm animals and you're going to like do this shit. Some of you are going to go to work to me, with me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. some of you are going to come to work with me. In a thing like that, it's very give and take. Like I'm bringing what I'm kind of good at yeah. to the table. These people bring what they're good at to the table and together we all lift up into one. Yeah. Instead of me being like, hey, guys, well, I'm going to just go make money and then hire somebody to do all of these tasks for me, Mm -hmm. when instead, oh, you're all good at those tasks. Why don't we all just work together? It's like the Amish, dude. This is literally the fucking Amish we're describing. Yes, it is. Holy shit, dude. If they don't got it figured out. They do. Damn. And guess what? They'd survive a lot fucking better in Apocalypse than we would.
1: Oh, yeah, they would. They probably wouldn't even know anything was going on.
0: Yeah, dude. They would just be like... Oh, we haven't seen many cars lately. That'd be it. Mm.
1: Or like, um, like their businesses that do, they do rely mm. on, like regular mm-hmm. consumers. So like the greenhouses. Yeah. When like the greenhouses open, and they're just like, why isn't anyone coming to buy our stuff?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. They would. I mean, the they, office, they would.
1: They would know because they wouldn't get deliveries of anything. Right.
0: Yeah. No, that's funny, but they would very much. Dude, honestly, I. Th- think almost structuring the world around the amish should we go be amish
2: no
1: we
0: could we could you know what we could bring into that culture what deodorant
1: Hmm.
0: we could bring that in we could even be like hey guys this is how you homemade make deodorant let's do it i'm sure they do Mm, questionable
1: i'm sure it's just the fact that they probably don't bathe for however long possible yeah um cool
0: all that shit, bathing and shit, ain't going to matter in a post-apocalyptic world.
1: Yeah, no. Um, That's what, it was very interesting. There's a guy that you'll follow, and he talks about how he um shaves his face every day.
2: Damn. Mm-hmm.
0: That's got to separate him from everyone.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember if later on he then stops, but he did for the longest time because that's just how he liked how he looked.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, you get a straight razor. Keep it sharp.
1: Mm-hmm. They can very easily. Sh- keep your blade sharp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even your safety razor. You don't think you could sharpen those?
0: No, those would be those would be
1: done really fast.
0: But, I mean, you get a straight razor, dude. Yeah. You're good. You're good.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, that it's like something that I didn't think about either, is like getting your hair cut. So the women would just like whenever they would find um like scissors in a the house they take them and cut them cut their hair mm. Mm. and like one girl she like they were in a house that they found and there was like a mirror and she was just like i haven't looked at myself in years wow mm-hmm.
0: i've watched people cut hair with like knives yeah so i mean dude if you sharpen a knife good enough oh yeah you can very you cut your hair
1: mm. uh Yeah, it's just, there's a lot of really neat things that, like, you'll read about in that book that you're just like, oh, shit, I didn't even think about that. Also, it goes to show how selfish people are. That book? Yeah. Well, just in general, because you know there'll be people that will go ransack a bunch of houses, right, hoard a whole bunch of stuff, and then will kill anyone that comes near it. Oof. Right, instead of, like, pooling resources with other people, like, they won't ask questions, they'll just, like, shoot people.
0: Yep um you you want to know something about that though if you were to do it if you were to do it in both then and now times either way mm -hmm. you have to have i would think you'd have to have a board Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and the board would have to be in charge of resources and finances yeah because it would there would have to be some sort of way where it's like you bring in money or you bring in resources and you can't just because you found it, you can't just use it. Mm-hmm. You have to like, you know, somehow there would have to be a board of what's acceptable, what yeah. each individual gets like, yeah, sure. Each individual gets, you know, a hundred bucks or whatever to do whatever they want with. Yeah. But, huh.
1: Yeah. Also like, um, cause they talk about how, so one of the main things in the book is like this traveling symphony and how because I think they started a year three after the Georgia flu or something year five year five was it um and they said it was uh, scary to go like into new some some new territories Mm -hmm. because they'd get shot at or like Mm -hmm. people would come like chase them away or whatever but by year 20 they're like most ammunition has been used so they don't have to worry as much
0: (laughs) oh fuck dude that's crazy
1: Mm mm-hmm Woof, we yeah. didn't think about that.-hmm Well, yeah, I mean, you're probably using ammunition to kill any animals right, and then people are gonna be dumb and waste their bullets all the fucking time to scare people or do whatever.
0: Yeah, fights, wars, scaring people, whatever. Mm. Do you gotta think that's something another aspect, dude? You have your little community on your hundred acres. You guys are living there. things are great, great. Your neighboring village tries to fucking come and yeah come and invade, and you got to utilize mm-hmm. a quarter of your ammunition resources to not lose your village.
1: Yeah, oof. Yeah, there. There's some interesting things that happen in the book because like people get weird when that shit happens. So then you have like people that get really religious and they have like their cults that follow them, and like they think they think they're better than everyone else because they're part of this cult. And so they'll, like, go and, like, gather people to join their cult and then go through different towns and raid them and ruin them like that, yeah.
0: Fudge. Mm -hmm. Dude, you got to think, though. It's all Mm value-based. And that's where there's a couple parts of the value-based system of living where it's, like, when you have kids and raise those kids, if some of those kids don't follow the values – you almost have to shun them from the community. Mm -hmm. Which is terrible.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Some will just like leave naturally. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's how one of them started. One of the cults started was they were just like, oh, like you guys aren't as religious as we would like. So they were the minority in the town. So then they left.
0: Yeah. Because you got to think about that with like, if you look back, you know, a lot of books you read Mm. and a lot of like movies you watch of old time, there are like the black sheep of the town mm-hmm. and they have to leave to go like to a different town and and try their hand and mm-hmm. like and usually in, in movies and shit they try to portray that as like the good people are the black sheep and they're yeah. leaving to go do whatever but like they could be the good people but it's all based on your value of the community you uh, you're, you're part in of, yeah. and so like dude I'm going to tell you right now my value-based community is going to be very fucking different than other people's yeah like there's going to be some shit we live by that a lot of people ain't living by Mm
2: -hmm.
0: but um and there's like there's nothing wrong with either way of doing it it's just where you decide to live Mm -hmm. so i don't know shit's cool
1: yeah it is cool
0: it's neat Mm -hmm. something we're not thinking about much no at all
1: nope it really gets you thinking about that kind of stuff doesn't it that book
0: so about that book i've thought about this shit so many fucking times though i think Mm. i spend too many hours thinking about this
1: i do think banbury would be great for like a zombie apocalypse but something like that like it would be hard because you don't have very much like farming land around you there you do have the river but you have to go down the cliff that's the only hard thing right but anyways that's what we got for you today you got more on that
0: No. I just think of like... We wouldn't even know how to make tools, dude. Yeah. Who blacksmiths nowadays? Yeah. No one.
1: Heat up metal and bend it. But then how do you get the metal? Yeah.
0: Right. So anyways, guys. um, That's what we got. That's what we got for you. I don't know if we taught you a goddamn thing.
1: I don't know. But it's something to think about. It's
0: kind of fun. I love this topic. This topic's the coolest. Mm -hmm. There's... Uh, one like an article I was reading or something it was about how we think about what the community thing you and I just chatted about Mm -hmm. is not the case for most people most people if this sort of world happened would leave with only what they can carry Mm -hmm. so like that philosophy is built around a rucksack mm-hmm. and what you can fit in the rucksack. And there's like uh, like a a whole like book on like what our ancestors used to like explore, you know mm-hmm. and uh, and so if you look at it in that realm of I, I when I think about this shit, dude, I think about longevity and I think of like putting down roots. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way that this other like side of it was like you want to be able to be able to move and like whatever, but that's a lot more individual based. Yeah, where I'd rather just set up a fucking community, a village.
1: Yeah, um, dude, I just thought about the fact. So, in the in the book, they they talk about like on highways and stuff like that. Like it, they're just gridlocked because people are dying while they're driving. Mm-hmm. So then you can't move. So, that a lot of people like they just either died in their cars because they were sick or they like just had to start walking because mm-hmm. couldn't move anything. So, I was just thinking about how it's really nice that we have the side by side because then we could go anywhere with that. Right. Just go off terrain and just go. That's where we got the
0: Forerunner, babe.
1: True, the Forerunner. Yeah. We could For- get through yeah. anything. Yeah.
0: Joe Rogan. Talk about that with Andrew Schultz on his podcast mm-hmm. um, March 24th of 2023, which was my birthday. How fitting. Toyota had like, a, Toyota's thing was like, they want their shit to last for 30 years in a third world country. If you look, what is like predominantly one of the best vehicles in third world countries? Is it Toyota? Toyota Land Cruiser. It's the Land Cruisers and they're just like still lasting like the 70s toyota land cruisers are still lasting
2: Mm -hmm.
0: that kind of shit is a shit tone
2: Mm
1: -hmm.
2: yeah
0: Mm
1: -hmm. that's interesting that's neat okay that's what we got for you guys
0: all right hope you enjoyed it thanks for tuning in catch you on the next one see
1: ya